All right, everybody, it's the ID84 Show live here in quarantine. Episode 138 is Wednesday night, July 1st. We have always below me Adam DeMallet sitting there with his pink shirt on. And to the the left or to the right of me, of course, Ryan Glover up there hanging out. And special guest, uh, long time no see, Eric Danger Powers is in the house. And oh, he is uh, right... Literally to your left. Literally to my left. He's actually in the house. And uh, let's see. We're trying to get the... Uh, Everybody's in the house, man. We're now, if there's new... Fa- so we're live on Facebook, of course, if you're watching on Facebook. And we're trying to figure out how one sees uh, comments and whatnot. Let me see if I make sure we're online on the old uh, on the old telephone. Because uh, we don't want to be broadcasting to people and not having uh, any sounds. Hey. Which has happened before. All right, let's see. Right oh, there we go. All right, we have sound, so we're live. Everything's we good. Everything's sound. dandy. And uh, let's see. Upgrade. We're running out of time. Uh, we're already running out of time. How was this? Po- oh, because we started late. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't find my mouse cursor. <sighs> This has been a quite the show so far. All right, here's my mouse cursor. If 2020 was a radio show right here. This is unbelievable. All right. <laughs> All right, so we get so we'll start the show right here real quick. We got uh Adam, don't Yeah. Hold on. Don't put, don't put messages because it goes up in the middle of the stream and you can't see anyone's faces. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't see him. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, so. I see him on the limit. All right. So if, you, if, you, if you're watching the show right now, uh, we just started episode 138. Uh, we will be going to a break and it looks like about nine minutes. So because um, we started a little bit later as usual, uh, some technical difficulties with sound in the uh, studio, which uh, we will work out these uh I tried to jerry rig a bunch of um, wires together to make the headphones work, and it did not work very well. So, but other than that, how are you guys doing this week? Great. It is it is a special day already. It, it is one of June first is also a very big day in sports history July. as one of the most worst baseball crown contracts rears its ugly July. ugly head. So and I'm ju- talking about it's Bobby Bonilla Day. July. Bobby <laughs> is it really July? It's July first, not July. June first. Just so you get your dates right. Yeah. July. Yeah, sorry, July first. Yes. And is this it's the Bobby date? Is this really the date? Really? Yeah. 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 So they, they yeah, two thousand. The Mets million. agreed to buy out the remaining five point nine million yeah. on his contract, but instead of paying the money up front, they agreed to pay one point two million a year for twenty five years, starting in two thousand eleven, with a negotiated eight percent interest. The Mets are fucking idiots. So when is this contract <laughs> inevitably done? 2035. 20, 30, <laughs> 20, 30, we're in tw- he has 15, and he's making how much a year? A million? Like, uh, 1.2. 1. 1,248 dollars yeah. and 20 cents. 1.2 million roughly. To yeah, do absolutely year. nothing for the next 15 <laughs> years. The Mets, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> he's making what some people... guys suck. Like what some people make in like... 10 years he's making in a year to do absolutely nothing which is absolutely I thought there was a typo because I read like the Mets were riding high on like a Bernie Madoff investment and they were going to get double digits and they were like high and drunk on money so they basically just said okay whatever we'll start the payments 2011 and then they negotiated 8% interest when did he crazy when did he stop playing 2001 so you stopped playing in 2001 and so you took 10 years you didn't get paid for 10 years and then in 2011, they started paying him? They kicked in in 2011, yeah. So what did he do for 10 years? It's not like he was broke. He had I mean, other big contracts. I'm sure he's smart yeah. with his money. If yeah. he wasn't, we would have heard about it by now. What do you... Like, can we think yeah. we can get him on the show? Yeah. <laughs> like, he's going to be doing nothing right now, right? I mean, he's just probably, like, hanging out and... I mean, a million dollars to live in New York isn't exactly, like, luxury, but if he's living, like, in Kentucky, he's living like a freaking king. I think he's still coaching and managing, I think. Yeah. I think he manages. $1.2 million a year for doing nothing. Let's see what yeah. he's doing. I would I would take that in a heartbeat. That sounds phenomenal. I mean. Oh, I wish. What was that? That's like complete financial security, you know, for your family and stuff. I would think a smart move on his part. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, it's a great deal. I mean, that's almost, it's, I mean, it's like the we talked about it last week, the goalie from the island is who had like the 20-year deal too. Like they just keep on paying. 
And little did the Mets well, know that they, they, Bernie Madoff was going to absolutely sink the team and almost bankrupt them. And uh, could they just pay him yeah, out? Could they just do a lump sum payment? I'm sure. I, I, I'm yeah, sure like, they this could is embarrassing. Can't we just, yeah. We know what we're going to owe you at the end of 2035. Can't we just give it to you now? That's like, what he's probably yeah. hoping for. That's what he's probably hoping for is that they'll just be like, you know what? How about we give you $20 million? We'll call it a day. Is he taking but a hit on the maybe salary? Maybe the Mets are secretly hoping he dies. Maybe they're like, let's not, because what if he dies? Yeah. Then we don't have to pay him. Is, it, is he taking a hit on the salary cap every year? Is it a million on the salary? I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it's against, but it's on the be, payroll. Because it has to be, right? Because the Red Sox are playing for pays, players on their salary cap that don't play on the team anymore. So, in theory... But So, does that yeah. mean at any point in time they could call Bobby Benet up to go play? Because he is technically on the contract? I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess if he came out of retirement, he could play. So if, like, the Mets need a player, they could be like, dude, we're still paying you, so we need you yeah, to report get, to, like, get like out, yeah. spring training ASAP. Because, no, especially if, like, at least players not playing now, like, people are going to bail out, right? Like, it would be perfect. You'd be like, oh, yeah, we, we, we need the fucking, we need players, See so that, let's call him up. up there? I don't what position did he play? I can't remember. Outfielder, I think. Outfielder? I'm pretty sure. Who yeah. is this fucking agent? Because that sounds like, that's like a, what a... Uh. Like yeah, that's I, a once in a lifetime thing. Like, yeah. There's also there's some risk involved because you're like, all right, because the Mets may not exist in ten years. I mean, that's something you can think about, right? If they don't exist, you don't get paid. But so when he was signed the contract in 01, they just came off a World Series, so it looked pretty promising for him. They're like, all right, we made it to the World Series. We you know we're one of the biggest franchises in baseball. Um, why the hell not? I would take that deal any day, ten times over. I think. Just imagine. Oh, the- it's never going to happen again. I guess uh, his agent was actually, uh, his name is Dennis Gilbert. He was an insurance agent before he became a super agent. Oh, God. So yeah, he wasn't even so a sports right. agent. He was just he was negotiating insurance deals his entire life. <laughs> Probably saw it. It had to be a Damn. typo in there. And they and he, and he caught it. He's the only one that caught it and everybody signed it. So imagine if like he wasn't married or maybe he was divorced or whatever like that. I mean, he's making a million dollars a year. How, what percentage of it do you isolate to prostitution? <laughs> Like, do you go like, all right, I'm making a million dollars a year. Do I put like a hundred grand into like hookers? Like, because like you can, you can afford it. You can, and you can live, you can live in a nice apartment in, in Manhattan too. You know what I mean? You could, you know, is that a pickup line? So you true. go to the bar, you're like, I'm a, I'm a millionaire. They're like, what do you do? I'm like, I played professional baseball. Oh, 10 years ago. And I'm making a million dollars a year to play. Yeah, 10 so years ago. <laughs> I'm being paid not to play basically. Yeah. It's like uh Ruben, Ruben, your boy down in the mine is uh, Adam. The, the Cuban that they're paying. Oh, Rusny Castillo. Yeah. Yeah. Rusny Castillo. $20 million yeah. a year He's not like to play. Years. It's unbelievable. He's getting oh, paid. I guess also, like, uh, he lives in Florida, so he doesn't have to pay taxes. Oh, like, that's like, the... you know, he would have <laughs> now, that's smart right there. You go to a state with no state income tax or right? a low, low uh, cost of living. You know, you go and you buy yourself a nice... Uh... What? What are you saying, Adam? So I know I was gonna say minor league baseball has been canceled this year. So that means Rusny Castillo is gonna get his paycheck regardless, right? He does, and uh, and obviously they, <laughs> they, they just said today that Pawtucket is done. They're so they're officially done. They're going to Worcester next year. So we'll never get a chance to go back uh, down to the old Pawtucket to say goodbye to the uh, Paw Sox. Next year will be the Woe Sox or the Woo Sox. Did you see what they're doing at the Oakland Coliseum? They're uh, eighty-five the bucks. You can get like a standing yeah, yourself yeah. in the stands. And if you get hit with a foul ball, they'll mail you the ball. Uh, did they really? I said I saw. I didn't read the head. Read the, 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 the headline said that I didn't open it up because it's one of those memes pages. Here's the thing: fake. The, the Oakland A's are used to playing with no one in the crowds anyway, so it's not going to be much of a difference to them in that shithole of a stadium. Them and the they Tam- get a new one this year? How much would? No, they're not getting a new how, stadium. How much for would a while. you pay just to have all of you behind home plate? Oh, maybe like standies of all you. Bobby Benia is married. <laughs> now talk. Now I'll talk. I'm oh, the guy who bought grass from the Buffalo Bills Stadium, so you know that's actually a possibility. Where the? Where'd you get those? The grass. <laughs> oh, and then I used my stimulus check to buy seats from the the old from the Boston Garden, because that's how I, I re- responsibly spent my money during a of a pandemic. So pandemic. Pandemic. Pandemic was it? Pandemic. That's what, is that when the shoot doesn't open? How do you preserve the grass? Like what? oh, it's fake grass. It's artificial <laughs> turf. Oh. And the turf was only in there for like ten years, and they cut it out. So like, but I justified it, and I said, well, Tom Brady stepped on that grass at least once a year, so <laughs> I could you know at least the Patriots were like it's kind of related to me. You know, it's not like it was some random team, but um. I do like to troll. I'm a member of many, many Buffalo Bills uh, 
groups on Facebook, and I do troll them quite often. <laughs> and one thing I do troll them about is the fact that I have grass from this stadium, and I'm a Patriots fan that really, really uh, puts their panties in a uh, bunch. Puts a salt in the wound. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it looks like we're about to get booted from uh, this Zoom. This is absolutely terrific because um, we just started. So if you're watching on Facebook, we will be back after these messages from our sponsors. And uh, we are going to jump on to the new Zoom. You guys have the uh, link to the new Zoom, right? We're going to ride yeah. that hopefully through the rest of the show. So, uh, guys, we'll see you guys in about a few minutes. Facebook. Er er and meanwhile, on Facebook, Eric's going to entertain you for the next minute yeah, and a half. So. I'm going to get Eric's take on Cam Newton. Eric's there you go. We'll see you guys in two seconds. Bye. Eric's going to eat more peanuts. All right, Eric, entertain the uh, fine folks who are still live with on Facebook right now. You can watch me eat peanuts. Peanuts or penis? Peanuts. Love the Zoom. So you guys out there, if you know any solutions to the Zoom issue we're having, um, basically the issue is we only can do 30. I, obviously, I, I kind of know the issue. We have to pay for a uh, professional professional Zoom. Um here we go. The whole crew's back. Oh. All right. How's my camera? Why is my camera not working? All right. We're starting video gallery zoom over here. Adam was pretty good. He had it on, uh, ready to go. You don't fool around there, Mallet. You have, uh, you have the trigger right on the button, ready to go to the next, uh, zoom, uh, Oh, my audio's not joined. How's that sound? There we go. There you yeah, go. Nope. Fucking A. Oh, nobody records this meeting. All right, so now I, ooh, we get audio. This is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, what a what a half-ass show we got going on here. You know, if, uh, maybe I should... Can't be cold all the time. You know, we can't be perfect. Um, All right, so we're good on Facebook. We're still hopefully recording on... Uh, yes, we are. We're recording 12 minutes into the show, and we're already getting interruptions. This is phenomenal. But uh, if you guys are just joining us on Facebook, we have... Uh, Adam Mallet, Ryan Glover, Eric Danger Powers to the left of me. And uh, we're Zooming here on a Wednesday night, July 1st, 2020. We're in the middle of uh, Coronavirus Central. Um, real quick, real, uh, I know we bashed Massachusetts a couple weeks ago, and I was a little butthurt that things weren't opening up to my speed. But now looking at statistics and looking at everything, it looks like it actually is working. And everything in the Northeast actually worked. New York City, one of the biggest cities in the world, uh, with some of the most cases in the world, is actually showing improvements. Massachusetts had zero deaths for the first time yesterday, and numbers are improving. And, and we're looking good in the Northeast. I'm thinking about um, joining and helping building a wall around the New Jersey border and keeping everyone out. How's you, how do you like that, that's, that sound? Do it. Let's do it. Because Florida, Tennessee, Texas, Southern California, uh, Utah, states that took a, uh, a, a, last, a lax lecture uh, approach to it, are uh, now uh, suffering significantly. And Florida's shutting down again. Uh, Texas shutting down again. So people who... People are protesting for bars around. Well, I, if I, bars lives matter now. I understand why bars are butthurt, but that's not the bars' fault. That's the governor's fault for opening too early. No. Because Massachusetts, we're, we're ready to go. Bars are open. Everyone's wearing masks. The, the, the people down south aren't wearing masks. Wear a fucking mask. And make it mandatory. And if you don't wear a mask, you can't come into a place. Simple as that. Until all this shit blows over, right? What do you guys think? Yeah, no, I agree. It sucks, but you know what? Just do it. Just do it. Even even if it makes people feel better, just do it. You know what I mean? Uh, whether whether that's what the reason is or not, who, it seems something, seems something is working. So just do it. I agree. You know? Ryan, what do you think? Man, I think like, you know, uh, we're still like, you know, um, got to be cautious and stuff and everything. Obviously, it makes sense to wear a mask and stuff. Uh, obviously, like, you know, the state of Massachusetts is doing something right. So I'm happy to live here and yeah. not in Florida. <laughs> Eric Danger Powers, who works at a bar full time. Have you uh, how are you adjusting to right. not having people at a bar? 
Yeah, it's but actually ha- pretty fun. We fucking around in there, <laughs> yelling. With this is where he gets fight. Someone's watching. He's gonna be like, yeah, "We're no, fucking around. We're banging yeah. broads no, in the back, no, no, doing like coke off them." No, no, that was that was five years ago. Uh, no, just I never thought you'd go f- back there. Huh? What? I'm not gonna say the name of the place. No. I just never thought you would go back Money there. Talks. Didn't you get let like, go? It's like Money. an abusive Money relationship. Talks. You know what I mean? It's like a girl <laughs> that just abuses him, and he just can't Money get enough. T- I'm not the only, and I'm not the only one who does it. There's other people that have been fired many times that go back. Hey, hey, yes, it's 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 income. Hey. Money talks, right? Show me the money. So I know you hate the douchebag, like, young uh, millennials that come in with all the money and, like, want to fist pump and order ridiculous drinks. So them not actually able to come to the bar and have to sit in a table is actually probably nice for you, right? You don't get the ambush of, like, a pina colada at, like, 11.30 or uh, no. 1.30 at night. Yeah, they still there and they still suck. Yeah, but they're not as bad. They're not in your face, right? Uh, well, they can't be because they need to be six feet up. That's right. That's, but no, they're, not. <laughs> yeah, they're still coming out and being fucking frat boys. Uh, listen, stopping them. They, so, but they, you got to wear a mask to get in there, right? But they don't yeah, get to wear a yeah, mask. Yeah, that's what's fucked. That, yeah, you got to wear. Basically, you have a mask on you. That's it. Yeah. I mean, but you have to wear it to walk in, and you can take it off because you know when you're sitting down at a table, the coronavirus can't get you. Coronavirus. I mean, Adam and I walked to Dunkin' Donuts today. We threw the mask on, walked in Dunkin' Donuts, got a coffee, walked out, took the mask off. I so I mean, I don't wear it when I'm outside. It's, it's yeah. ridiculous. But if I go into an establishment, I'll put it on. As yeah, long as, oh, yeah. and then yeah. you know. I mean, exactly. Just, you just do that. Just do that. All you had to do was do what we're doing for the next, you know, month or two into the, into the, into the fall. That's all you had to do for this entire time. And then comes October, everything would be, everything probably would be relatively calm, right? I mean, who knows? I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Hope so. But yeah. the people down in Florida and Texas yeah. were like, fuck it. We don't want too good for the coronavirus. We're going to make go crazy. You know, all I can think is Hank Hill sitting there on his, on his curb. Offer. Arthur, that is to what make fun of Southerners? The way you did that, that is offensive. Apologize right now. Oh, I'm sorry for all the Southerners <laughs> out there if I offended you with my Hank Hill uh, impersonation. That was all, if, yes, that's why. If, that was the the, <laughs> the weak impersonation, impression that was not you, the accent. Make, make fun of all you want. Do you think Hank Hill's propane and propane accessories store right oh, now you, would make you wear a mask to remember, go in there to remember, get some propane? Remember the I used to do on that. The Treasure Radio show that I was on overnight. Remember, I did the old Southern guy who was streaming. Yeah, that's offensive. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm probably it's, if I ever got famous, someone would dig that up. I'm very offended. But I, I know exactly what you're getting to. Uh, yeah, it was Cletus who was married to his cousin Debbie, I think. So, if people being not able, depressing. Would you say it sounds depressing? No, you know it's you no, know, it's a little depressing though. It's kind of like when we were walking earlier, and you, you were saying how this is like the summer that everyone. It's gonna like kind of have an asterisk. Yeah. It's gonna be the summer that everybody forgot. And we're walking, and we're, we're in the marina, and there's like there's all the boats, but nobody in them. Yeah. We're no in an season. area where like normally people would be walking and jogging. There's nobody. You know, it's nice out, and there's just nobody out there enjoying it. It's kind of Faneuil Hall, two o'clock know? in the afternoon, is probably the most secluded place in it's the a ghost world. Ghost town. If you guys in July first, it should not be that way. It should be asses to dicks to bit. Elbows to people. I'll tell you a story about Fanny Hall in the summertime. Me and Danger Powers over here. A lot of fucking people. Once uh, we were (laughs) sitting. So our place, I used to, our go to place used to be the Salty Dog because it had the outdoor bar. It still has the outdoor bar. You can sit out and everything like that. It's like one of the only outdoor kind of places in the area. So me and him used to go over there. One day, one Sunday, that is, on on a summer day, we were sitting at the bar and these two broads who were in town for a conference from from Colorado was sitting next to us and we were talking them up, drinking them up and uh, probably would have been able to go to their hotel room if they didn't fall on their face drunk. <laughs> that stopped Eric? I had to go to work. <laughs> had to go, we both had to go to work. <laughs> I had to go to work. Oh, <laughs> we, <laughs> but yes, I mean... I felt when they asked me which way to, where to go to the North End when I was right in front of my work, I actually could just feel how fun of a night it would have been if I just didn't go to work and what I just... <laughs> I knew it. I knew everything oh. would happen that was going on in my head if I took yeah. it. If I went with them, but I they were your stereotypical young twenties. I, I was responsible adults. I mean, I got. Yeah. Do you really have to go to work sure, okay. with the hand down <laughs> on the chest thing? Both of them. Oh. So the the line of the whole situation was Eric was telling him he was going to take him for a boat ride <laughs> next time. <laughs> so Eric doesn't own a boat. But he, what he was going to do was take him on the Hingham ferry. 
from Boston to Hingham and take him to Wahlberg is on the ferry. <laughs> I never said it was <laughs> my boat. Because they, they were talking about wearing their bathing suit and getting all comfortable like, on the boat. And I'm like, yeah, I was like, what the, these girls know what kind of boat they're going on to. It's not going to be exactly like a yacht. Oh, I forgot about that. Those dirty, dirty. I put that. Oh, that's going in. Stereotypical young 20s dirty girls working for some company who sent yeah, them to the Boston. Bar? Oh, I got my own bar on there, bartender yeah. and all. They were just down for fun. Like, I mean, it would, they were just like, we're going to probably get pregnant by some guy from Boston and be on some self Boston <laughs> sitcom. So, you know. Probably already did. You guys warmed him up for somebody else. We probably did. We yeah, probably probably, did. probably lubed him up. Someone, yeah. some someone lucky enjoyed, guy yeah. out there has now a seven year old kid. So, <laughs> so uh, Eric, fuck seven year old shit. Eric made a point and said that uh, the guy who does the voice of Cleveland is no longer doing Cleveland. Do you guys hear this? Uh-oh. Yeah, he quit. Mark Henry, he quit. He created the character, and, and he's like, he says he's saying he's doing the whole, you know, people should do their own race thing, like like, like what's his name did. I don't. Do you guys find that offensive? If if like a black guy does a white guy's voice or a white guy does a black guy's voice, I'm like, does that aff- offensive to anyone? I mean, I don't know. I do feel about it. I I don't find it offensive, man, because I think it's like fictional characters. But I mean, if he really felt that bad about it, he could give the money back. Yeah, give it to me because yeah. I. Keep it. Yeah. I love you're that writer. Response. You shouldn't have done it you to begin be the... with. If you want to feel that way, that's fine. <laughs> but you did it to begin with. That's like you know what I mean. That's like all these being like, "Oh, I felt so uncomfortable doing this during the shoot." Well, you signed the dotted line and just yeah. spent that money. Right, Ryan, you could be the next Cleveland. I mean, you could just do the voice and be like, "It's Ryan Glover, it's Cleveland." <laughs> no, what I was saying, what I was saying, trying to make a joke. Joke is like, when are they gonna start uh, getting on the people who you know talk like they're from the from the hood and the ghetto? You know, the white kids, Eminem and stuff like that. Eminem won't have a job anymore. They'll be like, "You can't do that anymore. That's offensive." That's where that's where it looks like we're going. That's just what you know what I mean. It's I mean it is. I mean it's you can't. When we can't laugh anymore. It's what do we have? What do we have? Right. It started like a year ago when you couldn't laugh at comedy clubs anymore. When people were getting offended in comedy clubs and like when you walk into it, when you buy a ticket to a comedy club, you're almost purchasing. You're signing a waiver, basically saying you're in a comedy yeah. club, and if you don't find it funny, I had, then I, I got that. Sorry, when I think it was my first year. I had a table get offended. I mean, the joke was horribly offensive, but, but I mean, they got they got really offended. They were screaming at me as they walked out. Was, I mean, you don't get a. You know, it's kind of great because the other half of the room was dying laughing, so it was good. And you don't get a laugh, right? I mean, you go to. It's, it's perspective. I mean, you've all been to comedy clubs before, and the, some comics are funny, some are not. And if they, you know, some are your taste, some are your, you know, some some are your brand. Yeah, you're not gonna see him again if you walk out. I mean, if you like him, maybe you see him again. I don't know. And half the time, you're so lubed up, you don't even remember who the comic was, and you're just like, "Oh, that guy was funny." You know, you're like, "Well, you fell." I've, I've fallen asleep in comedy clubs. I've been so hammered that like I've dozed off and like. He's fallen, but he's fallen asleep at NASCAR too. That's true. So can't keep sleep anywhere. <laughs> I f- I've fallen asleep making love to a Playboy spreadsheet model. I can't sleep in NASCAR. <laughs> Yeah, it's just gonna get worse. And yeah. It's all the slippery slope. And the memory like, should be coming up soon. Yeah, because I got the video. What I worry about is, and I'm predicting this right now, it's gonna happen someday. But eventually, you realize with everything that's going, they're eventually gonna start pulling stuff out of museums. That's gonna be the next thing. I was yeah, thinking burn the, the museum day, down. Like, that's what they're gonna do. They just want to see destruction. In reality, is that really offending anyone? Because it was the last time you went to a museum. Exactly, but someone's gonna bitch. Someone, yeah, someone always does, through. and then petitions get signed, and then it gets removed. I'm waiting for dinosaurs to be offensive. You know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> I'm waiting for like a Tyrannosaurus to come back from time and be like, I'm very offended like by the every, way I was portrayed in Jurassic Park. I'm actually a nice person. And didn't Haley's comic <laughs> kill the dinosaurs? So everybody named Haley now has to change their name. That's right. I mean, that's I, offensive. I, I think the raptors were misrepresented in that movie. Maybe they're nice people. Maybe they're like ducks. Yeah. You know what I mean? We well, we don't they, know. They were because they weren't technically accurate. Because real Velociraptors had feathers. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so fuck, it's offensive. Fuck Jurassic Park and all their dinosaurs. <laughs> Vanessa right. is secretly slang for a Native American. You know they're coming from Mount Rushmore now. They want to get oh, rid of that. Yeah. Oh God! <laughs> they're gonna get a big laser and laser it off like in like in uh, oh, Austin I've Powers. Seen, I've seen this this meme out there with that on. Uh, it says our great treasure or something like that, and then below it says, "But this was the native land's great treasure." And they put some like story of what that rock was before they blew it up. I can tell you, I like, would... how do you fucking know that? Why is it just in 2020 we're just learning that some of this stuff exists? I, I've been to Mount Rushmore, yeah. and I thought it was I thought it was hilarious because it's literally like probably 45 minutes off the highway, and you get to drive a little bit, and you get into this park, and you sit there, and you you pull into a parking lot that you have to pay 20 something dollars to park, 
And then you got to go into this place. And then when you get there, you, you're staring. You're on a platform probably like a half a mile away from the rock formation that's in the sky. And you just sit there and you stare. And I go, all right, now what? What do I do now? I go and I bought a shot glass. I took a picture. I took a little selfie. And that was about it. And I mean, listen, it was impressive for their time, right? So like in the 1900s, the carving faces in the mountain, you're saying, well, that's pretty impressive. That's, you know, technology. Now they could probably do it with a laser in probably a weekend. And it's not as impressive. <laughs> I mean, look at the old man in the mountain in New Hampshire. That oh, was yeah. natural, and yeah. that, that fell off. And it said, peace, yeah. I'm out of here before they come for me. Yeah. He, knew, he <laughs> saw the future. They still got to maintain he it. He saw the like, future. I mean, erosion and crap gets into it and crap. Why is he got to be old? So let me ask How you this. How do you know he's a rock? How do you mean he's a tree? <laughs> All these towns getting rid of their statues and shit, right? If you had an opportunity to buy one for your backyard, would you? Oh, yes. Piss. Oh. <laughs> People so off just to piss people <laughs> off. Like I mean, because like, what are you gonna do? What's the shit I say? I don't believe, and it's just I love when it pisses someone off. Alex Wallace is in the house, by the way. Give a shout out to Alex Wallace. Yeah, um, statues, though, not political related or anything like that. But like, I saw Chuck E. Cheese is going out of business, right? It's because so, Chuck E. Cheese sucks. That's I know, all, but like, I want one of their animatronics. Oh, you want one of the, <laughs> the creepy animatronics? Yeah, play the guitar one. Put a friggin' strap on to the the head of the animatronic and walk around your house and be like, look at this asshole. For Halloween, it would be great. Just put it in the window and have a creepy stare at people. Sit there awesome. and greet you every morning. Hello, Adam. Let's do the same song and I'll play yeah. the guitar. And... <laughs> That'd be terrifying. Man, that's gonna be my, the eyes on those things, man, give me nightmares. When I was a kid, my sister had... The only time I've ever been in Chuck E. I was in Chuck E. G's once my entire life. And my sister had her six... My sister turned six years old and she wanted her birthday at Chuck E. Cheese. So we did. And at the time, it was like one Chuck E. Cheese. It was in Danvis. You guys probably all been to the same one back in the day. And uh, yep. I remember... 50% of the people at the birthday party were horrified when the animatronics just popped up and they started, like, robotically moving around and singing songs. <laughs> Time, Terminator. Yep, the scary shit. Yeah. And do you remember the big thing that went on about how dirty the balls were? Like, kids were shitting and peeing in the balls. Yeah, balls. years later, I did. Why, yeah. why are we just, After like, realizing, like, be like, Man, yeah, those balls were pretty dirty, man. But we don't think about it at the time. You see, oh, what ball pit? Yeah, I was drowned in it. Fucking four, four years <laughs> old. If I saw a big, pit. huge ball pit, I would jump in it. I and would I'd be too. sitting at home wondering why my fucking herpes, I got herpes. I would have relations with someone in the balls if they let me to. Like, you think after hours, all the Chuck E. Cheese, the Chuck E. Cheese employees were having sex in those balls. You know that, right? Oh, somebody had to have. <laughs> oh, must have been. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Without Lots a doubt. Uh, Alex Wallace says he lives in Turner Falls, Massachusetts, which is out in the west of Mass. They have to change the name. They want to change the name to to Great Falls because of uh, Tina Turner, I believe it's named after. Or Ike. I think it's named after Ike Turner. It's... Turner Falls. And they're very offensive by Ike's action towards Tina. Which, you know, it, which it, rightfully so. Ike was an asshole. But you know, but you know what? Yeah. Just, but you know what the whole... It just it loses it lack it it loses it's I don't know it just loses my appeal to me. Why are you doing that just because everybody's doing it? Why is it bad now? Why why wasn't Ike beating shit out of Tina twenty years ago bad? It was why, it was, but why why was it not that? Why wasn't it <laughs> worth taking his waterfall? I mean, you see you seen the movie? Uh, yeah, so I'm just saying. I mean, what was the name of that movie with uh, Tina Turner? Like, I'm just violent. saying it's a right thing to do. Why like why they give it to him in the fucking first oh, well, place? Like, I mean, that probably predates. Like uh, the movie, you know, I don't think like a lot of people really knew that he was beating her ass. Like, you know what I mean? To the movie. No, that out. wasn't like a main, like everybody knew. Well, oh, I, I thought gonna... that was like a known fact while he was with her. That well, he beat her. I'm just making a joke. It's not named after Ike Turner. Oh, you got me all worked it's up. It's named after Captain Turner, Alex Wallace says. And Captain Turner, I believe, was a bad guy. Probably back <laughs> four or five hundred years ago. He probably did something that we probably would disapprove nowadays. <laughs> but, you know, if you go back into a time machine, I'm sure you... I mean, do you approve of Henry V's orgies he had in, in France? I mean, too nah. old to oneself, right? Nah. I mean, how yeah. about, you know, I mean, there's, there's a lot of offensive stuff you get, not, not like racially involved, but just like stuff that people did back in the day that was very, very, you would look at it right now yeah, and be like, I mean, like shouldn't have sex with 14 year olds. Yeah, like the Greeks and the Romans, they'd have sex with little boys. No, yeah. what's what, what, <laughs> like that's fucked up. What's huge? <laughs> what's the one where the king? The king has to have sex with your wife before you. What's that? What's that one? That's almost no, like any person who's what's ever that called? lived accomplished anything. Like you could probably, if you focus on like them morally, you could find something to depict like a reason why they shouldn't have a statue. Or if you if you really look into it, like probably anybody. Oh, I agree. You know? I mean, I, I mean that's the thing. So like, you really have to know find use a fine comb to go through everything to be like all right we're at this point where now this is offensive this is not offensive this this person did this you know i mean in reality like how many people actually would pass this test not a lot right i mean because it's a lot of fucking no. 
fucked up <laughs> shit that went down back in the day. But the thing was, it was socially acceptable back in the day. So I just think you you can't hold it against the person now. When it's, you know, like they did that whole thing about John Wayne. He was saying something about gay people and something in a Playboy, in the Playboy interview. People bring it up, trying to like get him canceled. You know, no, no one watches movies anymore, or you know, try to tarnish his name. And it's like, fucking the fifties or what the sixties. Well, I mean, John no, Wayne. I'm not saying it's okay, but it's like John Wayne Bobbitt. So you're talking about the guy who got his penis no, cut Wayne, off by Lo- the Duke. Yeah, John, John Wayne. Wayne. <laughs> Do you know his Wayne. name was John Wayne Bobbitt though? No, not the guy who got his dick cut off. John Wayne, the actor. No, is that offensive? I mean, is Lorena Bobbitt offensive to any of you guys? But like, like, like she cut his dick off. You know what the funny thing well, is? He was an asshole. But that doesn't mean he deserved hit, hit it. it. True. The funniest thing though the, about the, when they changed Yawkey Way, they changed Yawkey Way to back to Jersey Street, right? Yep. Do you know who it was originally named after? The you, leader of the British slave trade. So, like, Bob Jersey. No, it's, it's, I mean, it's, I like, don't that, know. See how stupid they're down there, all dancing around. Like, yeah, you went from from uh, okay, yeah, he was racist, whatever. Yeah, not whatever, but you know what I mean. Just okay, old guy. To dish sold slaves. How do you feel about the representative of the fourth district of Boston? I believe who wants to get rid of the police that are in schools currently in Boston public schools. The kids don't behave in school. They I need a cop. If they, the coppers need to be put there in the first place, obviously there's a reason why. I personally think it's it's a nice little uh, peace of mind as a parent to know that you have a police officer on duty at a public school just in case shit goes down. But, I mean, yeah. that's my thought of it. I mean, if I went that's to school, him. have you seen Columbine? You've seen Sandy Hook? You've seen my, uh, down in, like, West Palm Beach, that area? That whole shit that went down. I mean, it's kind of scary that if you don't have, uh, you know, it's nice to know that there's like, an armed cop. Who are we going to start arming teachers? Like, I don't know. What do you guys no. think about this? No, there should be. I remember, remember a long time ago when we were in grade school, if there was a school shooting, it was like, it was on the news. Everyone's like, oh, my God. Like, people were talking about it. And now it's like one happens, and it's like, oh, it's like we're immune to it. Like, oh, crap, another one happened. Flag it half staff, you know, for a while, and uh, everyone's just kind of over it and then until the next one. It's like almost no big deal. So, yeah, probably having a cop around just because it seems to be happening a little bit more frequently is probably a good idea. You know, especially in some – maybe in certain locations. I mean, let's face it. There are probably more schools that are prone to that in certain locations than others. You know? Yeah. But yeah, I think it's a good idea. Yeah, what do you think, Ryan? You're a parent. You, you feel better when your kid goes to school and there's someone there protecting them, or would you rather not have a cop there? Well, I don't know. Like, um, that's a tough question, man. I I uh, believe that I would like to send my kids to a school and stuff and everything where that wasn't necessary. Yeah. yeah. The, best, the best part of, like, you know, uh, best possibility, uh, because, like, you know, it's just a tough thing because it's like, you know, I don't think like, you know, a lot of those things you can really ever see those coming, you know, those school shootings and stuff and everything. I think like maybe there'll probably be signs and stuff maybe at the school, like, you know, it's important to have resources and stuff like that. But yeah, you know, and the funny thing is it's, it's usually at schools that we least suspect that Columbine was a nice little yeah. suburban high school. Sandy Hook was right. a, a very rich town in Southwestern Connecticut, which you never think any of this shit. You would think this stuff would go down like in the inner city and stuff, but it doesn't, you know what I mean? But does it not? Well, they they have shootings there, like you and me and stuff, everything, but they're not mass shootings. Yeah, you know, like here, so yeah, it's just like a, that's true. Yeah. But do you think part yeah. of that's controlled because there is? I mean, I went to Revere High School. There was a police station in the high school, and this was twenty years uh, ago. This is two thousand, you know, well, I mean, nineteen ninety nine. Person's gonna shoot up a school. They're obviously not gonna choose one with a cop in it. Well, yeah, and it was just nice to know that, like, when like there was a fight or there was a there was something going on that like teachers usually get involved that you know they're not qualified to get involved in a fight or you know any game related activity or someone who's supposed to who someone who's in the school who's not supposed to be in the school, you know, like we had drug dealers pop in who do deals in the hallways and shit, but like. You, you, you're a geography teacher. You're 55 years old. You're a, you're a uh, stone's throw from retirement. Do you really want to get involved with, like, a gangbanger? Right. Stopping them from selling crack in the uh, fucking hallways? You know what I mean? Call from, the cops. From my perspective, as, like, uh, a student and stuff or anything, when I was in school, I felt like, you know, as far as, like, the teachers didn't really do enough about bullying, like, you know, to intervene and stuff or anything. Like, sometimes if, like, you know, and I think I can understand like, you know, why these school shootings happen when you read about, like, you know, Columbine and stuff, everything, these kids getting mercilessly bullied and stuff, everything, and that's that's something that happens, and you get fed up to a point where it's like you actually go and, like, shoot up a school and stuff, everything. I think, like, it should be more intervention 
and it has a lot to do with like teachers actually not doing their job like you know and like intervening and stopping that what pisses me off when these shootings happen though is it's like these parents i feel like they should be held accountable because most of the time where do they get the gun they got the gun from their parents, right? They're yeah, wrong. Parents can't get charged. Aren't charged. The parents aren't charged. I think the parents should be somewhat held accountable for this. For I'm not, you know, you. keeping control of their firearms. My father has you know? my father had firearms my entire growing up. I have no idea as a kid where they were located. I couldn't See? tell you. If someone had a gun to my head and told me, find your father's guns, I couldn't I could give you a rough idea where they were located. I never seen them. I never seen them use them. I knew they were there because I've I uh, I guess I I, guess, I seen them, but I'd never seen where they were hidden, where they were locked up. I couldn't tell you where they were. If I wanted to get one, I couldn't get one. And if I did even find the location, I wouldn't be able to get into the location where they were because they were locked See, up. That's which, a responsible person. And you know what? Yeah. You but, you know, but here's the thing, though. If you want to commit a crime, anyone, for any matter, any crime, you do it. If you want to do it bad enough, you're going to do it, right? So, it. But I'm saying if it is going to those... happen and they are going to get it from the parent, the parent should be responsible. Somewhat on, responsible. Uh, the, someone of these riots, so they broke into a gun store and took everything. Yeah. They ripped the cages no. off with trucks and everything. Gun stores right here, guys. Not the... And this store is open for business. <laughs> Ladies only, please. Unless you're an attractive male, then I'll think about it. Because it is 2020 and anything goes. Switch teams temporarily. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's fucking crazy. The world's crazy. I mean, it's 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 scary to have kids. Eric's kids are uh, 40 years old right now. So, I mean, his kids are grown up family. So, he doesn't have to worry about little kids anymore. Oh, did you see, did you see the BU thing? No, what happened to BU? Gonna, I seen you post something about BU, wanna, about fake characters. And they I wanna, didn't understand. Uh, they're thinking about changing the uh, mascot's character's name, like the Rhett or something, because it's named after the guy gone with the wind. Oh really? So they refer- it's a reference. How many people know that? I not I didn't know it until that was. <laughs> you could graduate said. unless you graduated BU in 1925 when Gone to the Wind came. Well, 1930, you probably have no idea. It's like right? it's a. Did they have the same name? Oh, okay. Right, the Boston Terrier. Do, do you yeah. know? Do you know how many? Do you know how many uh, Josephs are walking around? <laughs> do you know how many Christophers are walking around? Who's the snake? What was his name? The one that told Jake. Jake, Jake the snake. Yeah. Told Eve to eat the apple. I don't think that's correct. I think Jake. The snake oh. <laughs> <laughs> Did the snake have a name? I don't know. I don't know. Fresh up my Bible talk, but I don't know. I don't think so. I wouldn't Maybe be surprised if Jake the snake. Maybe was it was there. Jake the snake, and that's what Jake the snake, the wrestler, got his name. Oh. Should I be offended I when, a, when a Hulk Hogan comes into my uh, office and wants a, you know, big leg drop? Uh, your your friend uh, Priscilla is watching there, Adam, out there oh, in uh, La La Land. Hey, Priscilla. And I hope uh, all things are well in the uh, left coast. I know you guys are getting hit again pretty bad because you guys opened up way too early. <laughs> I think we just, like I said, we just built a moat around, uh, you know, we can include New Jersey because they seem to be doing all right. And, the, you know, it's very much like North Shore Boston, New Jersey. I mean, it's like basically Revere 2.0 with just different accents. I mean, if you carve out that area and we just separate ourselves, you know, I, I think that's cool. I think New Yorkers and Bostonians together could form a bond that could o- pretty much take over any part of this country as themselves. You know what I mean? What if we, I mean, I think they're pretty strong personalities. I think the only people that might have give us a challenge are the crazy Texans because they're, uh-huh. you know, they're all arms, and we all know that for a fact. You know what I mean? At least the Northerners keep their firearms concealed. The down south, they, well, just they like don't to have to. Show them and show I mean, you don't have to up in Northeast either. You can get a concealed firearm license. I'm saying they don't have to conceal. They want I mean, when I wear it. a sweatshirt, I'm concealing my firearms, so I don't want to make sure everyone knows about that, you know. But All right, let's talk about the elephant in the room here. Uh, Ryan, I, I, are you, what, who do you fall for football, precisely? Like, who's your team? Oh man, I didn't I, even know I, that elephant I, was I'm in. A Patriots fan. Okay, I, I told you, like so, like basically, I grew up in Chicago. Yeah, and but like, uh, I uh, like you know, I the Bears like when I was growing up, they weren't very good. So like, I looked for a team and some everything, and I picked the Patriots. Okay, well, they weren't they, good either then. <laughs> but you would, but that's a good point because you you must have first seen into the future that you know that this not 199th pick Tom Brady in the 2000 draft was going to actually be something special and you've seen you've yeah. seen that and you like you know what i'm gonna jump on this team no no I, it was like i was like a fan of like drew bledsoe oh, you know terry yes. Finn, oh, okay uh, you know uh tony no. simmons went to uh the the high school i went to uh like you know what i mean and stuff everything so like just like you know i was like a fan of like you know that that roster and yeah. stuff, everything at the time and stuff everything i thought they really had a chance 
I didn't know they would go all the way with Tom Brady and stuff, everything, and Drew Bledsoe would be on the bench. I mean, but. yeah, late '90s Patriots. I mean, I mean, you figure Drew Bledsoe was the number one overall pick in 1993. I mean, this guy was the first pick for a team, and in, in and this is pretty ballsy for the Patriots because their prior um, first round quarterback pick was uh, Tony uh, Eaton, who Easton. Easton, who ended up sucking cock, and. Uh, Friggin' Joe, uh, what's his name? Grogan had to take over. He was supposed to be in the backseat row. Grogan had to take over friggin' Tony Easton's friggin' role. And, uh, you know, that's all said and done. So, so, so pick a quarterback in the first round again was pretty ballsy by the Patriots. And uh, Drew ended up being, he was a, he was a serviceable quarterback in, in, in terms of, cannon. of football. He's a he's a reason he's a good quarterback to have. He can he had a, if he had an offensive line, man, they can it. Nobody could nobody could outrun Terry Glenn. He just this and the defense throw and go get it. And we got to remember that oh one team that that won the Super Bowl for the Patriots. Oh jeez, that was pretty much a uh, that's a that team was Pastel's defensive team. He built that defensive team in '96 on. I mean that was the same mm -hmm. defense that went to the Super Bowl in 1997 against the Green Bay Packers for the most part. I mean, I think all the pieces were pretty much there, right? I mean, there's not very many people that weren't on that Super Bowl team that went Bruce four King. years later. So, I mean, yes. So, the point I'm making is, how do you feel going around about this way, about Cameron Newton being the new quarterback for the New England Patriots? I really was high hoping Stidman would get it. I mean, I, I'm glad they got Cam. I mean, at least him, he can make a comeback. It would be a great comeback story. That would be the best. Everybody hating on Cam. He brings him the Super Bowl, Imagine. wins the Super Bowl. I'm That's, getting wet back. just thinking about Cam Newton. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, well, the, it's going to be exciting. The word is that, uh, that Stedman, I know I call him Stedman, Stedman now. Me too, yeah. Facts, Oprah's right? husband. Stidham, it, 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 oh, Stidham was, is lazy, even though they, were saying, they used to say, they were saying before that he's been working his ass off, but now the new reports are that he's been lazy. He went to a wedding for like two weeks. A two-week <laughs> wedding he went to, and like they weren't happy with that because they thought he should have been here training or yeah. whatever. That's the that's the new report that's yeah. come out. I mean, uh, it's, who knows? A, it's a reason there wasn't a lot of interest in him, and I think like it has to do with the fact that he's had so many injuries, especially like in his shoulder area. You know, he's uh, you know, pretty much like at the age that like you know he like where quarterbacks are in their prime usually, but like you have to take into account the fact that he has such a run heavy style. Mm. So it's like you know he's taking more hits and stuff, and everything, and the, with the shoulder injuries, I just don't think like you know he'll be able to play like a whole season. Oh, you're talking about Cam. Yeah, I was talking yeah. about Stidham. But, like, with Cam, yeah, no, I mean, I don't think so either. But you can't – I mean, the amount of money they signed him for, you got to take that risk. I mean, it's it's worth it. And if yeah, Stidman's not ready, then – And really no one's going to no be able to replace sure. Tom Brady. Like, no. like, you know, you don't want to be the that. guy after the guy. And here's the thing. Uh, Bill Belichick, over – this is what he did in the last two years. The last three years, just so you guys know, right? He had a 40-plus-year-old quarterback win the Super Bowl. He traded a retired player <laughs> to a team for a what third round pick, and he drafted a former MVP quarterback and Super Bowl quarterback of the of 2015 for a million dollars. Now that's I would say that's a pretty good GM role right there. I mean, the fact that he traded a retired player and got Cam Newton for a million dollars on the books is pretty fucking this, impressive. This, this is a gamble. I mean, this is a gamble with high no. There's no, no there's nothing. no downside because if he but sucks, you get rid of him and you have a. Sh I think it's a sure bet. I, th I think if he's healthy, there's no reason the Patriots cannot no reason, win yeah. the AFC East well, with Cam Newton as a quarterback. Listen, there is no reason it's why a, they can't. Listen, 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 you got you got you got Edelman, and then you got him. You just, he rolls out. Edelman's not open. He's gone. You know. You, yeah, how are you gonna cover Edelman? Because if you don't cover cover Edelman, you can't get to, you get a, game's gonna run. Well, you're also looking at your receivers too, because now you have to. He's, him and Sanu are already working together. You have to make sure that your receivers. You can't double team a receiver because you need a guy on the quarterback. Yeah, right? yeah. Tom Brady wasn't gonna run for more than five yeah, yards. No, everybody. Yeah. But Cam Newton yeah. could run for a touchdown at the fifty yard line. You might have you have to rush more. Yeah. And maybe he does less because he is trying to nurse his shoulder and his ankle. But with that maybe said, kill Harry watching yeah. can run too. Yeah. But we don't know any, no, but there's no, there's no paper on, on and uh, uh, I like the game. Stedman. I mean, I, I'm happy for Cam, I'm, whatever, but I, <laughs> I don't Stedman. even know his fucking name anymore at this point. Stidham. Stidham. Is it Stidham? Stidham. I don't know what the hell it is. Stidham. Whatever. I just, I wanted, I, I just wanted the awesome story for him, man. He comes up, takes the, he takes the reins and goes to the playoffs. But you don't want to be That's the guy it. after the guy. I know. If he did uh, that, that would be, he would just warm the hearts of everybody. It's just, just like, think of this, right? This is like this super playboy model. Sexy as fuck, right? She just breaks up with like Brad Pitt, right? 
Now she's looking for some rebound dick. So she he meets you. Dennis Rodman, right? You're Dennis Rodman, baby. So then you Rebound have King. sex with her, but you know it's not going to last because you're just some side piece that she's having in the intermediate before she goes to Tom Cruise. You know what I mean? You don't want to be that guy. You want to be Tom Cruise. You don't want to be like the the mediocre I like better line the. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, you know what's funny is ha- the set, like the moral not the moral story but that story is actually kind of true but not with the celebrities kind of things like every I all every year I get a couple of. Uh, New friend requests or new messages. Hey, blah blah blah, and then I'm single. It's like, what am I? Good, my good luck, Chuck, Chuck, or some shit. Like, like, it happens every year. Of course, I, of course, I hang out with them and shit and all that crap. I mean, I feel like Thanos. Remember in Endgame when he's like, you couldn't, you couldn't live with your failures. Would that bring you back to me? So you're telling me a girl has to have sex with you before they get married? No, I, I, I guess because because all my exes Hope ended like up went on and got married. Honoria. Every every single one of them. When I mean, well, two of them cheated on me to get married, but so hey. Hey, they all got married. Every every last girlfriend I had a serious relationship got married on the next person. Listen, I've been that guy before. 2008, I met this girl at my friend's 25th birthday party. She lived she lived upstairs with her fiance, and his her fiance went to bed early because he had to wake up like for he was an EM, EMT or something like that. And she was downstairs partying with us drinking, and I banged her behind the couch in my buddy's uh, place. Be- and she said to me, and then the next day she like texts me like on Facebook Messenger saying this never happened. Blah blah. blah. I'm like, listen, I'm not, what am I gonna go advertise it? I'm like, listen, I'm like, I was just there at the right time. I'm like, it is what it yeah. is. You know what I mean? But it happens. So you don't want to be that's that's Stedman right now. You don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be the guy you just bang real quick after a night at you know sissy K's. You want to be well. That's what Cam Newton is. Cam Newton's the quickie. But that's yeah, the good that's thing. But he's a good hot hit. He's a hot yeah. hookup. Like you want to have yeah. a hot. Hook. You don't want some like some. Like- Dumpy Cam, girl Cam from Newton friggin' Chelsea. Cam Newton is the I, rebound. I, I wonder if part of the signing, too, has to do with Belichick seeing that, okay, Tom's being hot and sexy over there. Look how he's practicing. He's doing this. I got to get somebody who's kind of sexy so I can do better Fuck because that. I'm not going to do it with Stedman. So I need, like, somebody a little better than Stedman who can maybe smoke. get me better to Tom because I'm an awesome coach. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah, Eric's right. Stedman's wife is a good-looking broad. Yeah. But he's been so too he busy is. taking pitches, yeah. eating burritos so in Tennessee. Means, so that means Stedman's got to at least be a good one. Handsome fella. You think so? Well, she's just she's just hoping. So imagine I'm Stedman number one fan, and I'm rooting for him. I hope so. I'm I'm even googling Stedman. God damn it! So imagine Stedman's (laughs) girl now get Stedman's girlfriend just divorces him because that she thought he was gonna be riding the money bandwagon to a professional. I thought you were gonna be the man. He ends up being like uh, baby. No anymore. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Come on. This is all in the plan, baby. It's all in the plan. Cam's gonna get hurt again. Come baby, on, and I'm going to be in there like I'm going to save this team like Tom Brady did. And we're the Canadian, same story. The Canadian football has my name. I'm going to be the next Doug yeah. Flutie. <laughs> she looks like she's got fame whore. Like, she looks like a Meghan Markle like in the making. Just looks like she wants fame. Yeah, that's a, that's a type of girl that, listen, unless you have that's, like a guys, guys like us couldn't deal with a bra like that because there's oh, just way no. too much like shit you gotta like is this you know what i mean like, like even this photo it's like oh look at me like <laughs> oh, i, I have to be show. in front like uh, I, a, it's like he's poor guys in the back i love, I love just, how he reads into the picture no but i agree like that's a picture that I, I, that is a picture that says help me <laughs> blink twice <laughs> if you need help if you could be, yeah if you could be blinking right now in that picture we would be like he's probably like baby i need to have a hot ass girl like, like, look she can't even look at him when like he's kissing her she's got to look at the camera <laughs> because she thinks she's going to get famous just because she's dating an NFL quarterback. Exactly, yeah. She has yeah, no claim to fame other than she reviews burrito like reviews. Like she she has like a Yelp account that's like very popular. Like she goes and eats at places. I don't I don't know. Uh, eat them, eat my ass. Tell me yeah. what that review's like. It's like Mike it's like Meghan Markle. You're old. You're not going to be a Hollywood actress anymore. Like you're you're a woman. Your shelf life is a lot shorter than a male. Like well, you're, Adam, you're done. that's not very Adam, nice to Jesus say about women. Christ. Jesus. I mean this woman that watched the show, that could be Jesus. offended by that. Oh, oh please, Eric, shut up. Don't even sit there and try to tell me. Adam, oh my god. Look at you. Oh, Adam, please <laughs> listen to you. You you should be the one to talk. Give me a fucking break. <laughs> that kind of reminds me of uh Jay Cutler and Chris Carrie like uh, exactly yeah and like uh did you hear the story about like i guess like when they divorced and stuff and everything and like i guess she was saying like buy me a house 
yes get a job oh god yeah. yeah she was horrible yeah he's lazy he's not like got no motivation no shit it's jay cutler well yeah. not to the fact the that bears she, can tell you that she has the audacity to say that to a guy who worked his ass off for like 25 years playing football through college and the pros and bouncing around making millions of dollars a year while she got famous for having sex with a guy on a show on MTV that wasn't even a real reality show that the producers were like, yeah, do that. And then she hooked up with Jay Cutler because he was just a horny, you know, late 20s guy looking for some cute girls from California. And then they get married. And then because of him, not her, she gets a reality TV show. And then she has the audacity to to berate a retired person. That's like if you go to your grandparents' house <laughs> and you tell your grandparents they're lazy. And they'll be like, fuck, I've been working yeah, for 65 yeah. years. Well, Jay Cutler worked the equivalent of 65 years playing football for 15 years. So Orange County is like the most entitled place like ever. Absolutely. Like, you know what I mean? Instead of everything, like talking to women there and stuff, everything. Yeah. It's like it's a different world. Like any place else I've ever been in the country. It's like it's crazy. Like the level of like elitism, you know, <laughs> it's, it's insane. And Jay Cutler doesn't seem like the brightest bulb in the box either. You know what I mean? He just was like, oh, she's pretty. Let's get married. Blah, blah, blah. There's no prenup, I bet. I bet you know, and I and you only well, make she was like probably more famous than him when they got together. True, but you only make like twenty grand for doing those shows. You don't make money. You're not making Jay Color NFL oh, money. She had some kind of line, didn't she? No, some she kind of, just she's getting older. She's she owns she like, some kind of clothing line. She owns a boutique. She puts her name and she. So basically, me, we could have a clothing line. How about all of us? All four of us get together and we sell like <laughs> men's underwear. I mean, like at least we like, just put Brad Pitt's name on it, right? Yeah. I mean, she's she's making money, but she, I, she's not nearly worth as much as NFL money. I mean, come on. It's like Jay Cutler was a starting quarterback of one of the elite teams in the NFL. Yeah. We should start a clothing Ryan line. Ryan's last name is Glover. Fits like a glove. Right? That's right. Yeah. It's <laughs> the tagline. Right you could be like, even OJ would wear a Glover. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we get OJ. He's looking for work. We could probably get him. Like, good oh, money. this glove fits. That's right. So there you go. Did anybody ever see the videos when he used to host mixtapes and stuff or anything? Oh, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he used to, he used to, like, mixtapes is hilarious. Uh, He's a hustler. <laughs> O.J. Simpson is not a guy that turns down any offer. I mean, he was doing inter uh, Hertz. Was he doing like Hertz Enterprise or commercials or something <laughs> yeah. like that back in the day? That's when he got yeah. Back I think in we're less than a minute time. already to go. Yeah. Yeah, I think we do. So, uh, oh, but we might get shut off. So quickly, uh, we'll stop you, Ryan. What you want to plug real quick? Oh, definitely, man. Just check out uh, my, my articles on the Packy and stuff and everything. I got, uh, like, you know, a cool one about Mia Khalifa and why she hates, like, you know, being reminded that she was uh, part of the adult industry. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Sounds terrible. I've seen that, actually. I read that. That was pretty good. Uh, Adam, hey. what are you plugging? Uh, check out the World Potato on YouTube, and I also am releasing a video on the Packy tomorrow. Uh, it's an older video from my channel. For... See ya. Oh. And I guess we're cut off. So, uh, so we lost Ryan and we lost Adam. It's just me and you right now. All right. And uh, I think, maybe not. I have no idea. All right, we'll see you guys later. Bye.